Hello and welcome to this month's podcast from Together for Families, part of Cornwall Council. Thanks to everyone that's hit that subscribe button so far. And if you haven't done so yet, if you want the latest news and family tips delivered straight to your inbox, then please hit that subscribe button now. So in this episode, we're going to talk about nursery funding and the family information service with Gabby. We're also going to talk about tantrums with Caroline. But first, we're going to talk about autism and siblings. Supporting siblings to understand the autistic spectrum and the associated traits. Hello, my name is Nikki and I'm a parenting worker in Cornwall. This podcast is about how to support siblings who have a brother or sister with autistic spectrum traits. Did you know? When a child is diagnosed with autism, all members of the family can be affected in different ways. To have a brother or sister diagnosed with autism can cause anxiety and stress, but it can have a positive effect on family relationships. When a child is diagnosed with autism, siblings may feel a range of emotions. Anger, resentment, confused, fear, concern, worried about what others will think, and they may become socially isolated. They may also be the target of aggressive behaviour from their sibling. They may feel jealousy if their brother or sister demands or needs more attention from their parents. All of these emotions are natural. So what can we do to help other children in the family work through these emotions and build a positive family relationship? Acknowledge your child's emotions. I can see you're getting angry. I can see you are feeling frustrated with your brother. Communication is key. Explain why a brother or sister may act in a certain way, using simple and specific language that they will understand. Be honest in an age-appropriate way about the challenges their siblings may be experiencing. Encourage communication about their feelings. You could make a worry worry pot where your child can post their worries. Older siblings may like to keep a diary or write things down if they feel too embarrassed to speak to you. Help your child to understand behaviours. Be detectives and investigate what their brothers or sisters like or dislike. Encourage siblings to understand that everyone is different. You could create a chart with all family members involved and add likes and dislikes for food, clothes, hobbies, smells, colours, etc. This is sometimes called a This Is Me resource. It helps you to understand what may cause distress or what may be a calming effect. It is important to share this information with all members of the family. A useful resource is called Talking Mats. More information about this strategy can be found at talkingmats.com. Siblings may notice some similarities, but also see the differences and begin to recognise and understand the reasons behind certain behaviours. By siblings understanding possible triggers to behaviour may help them to support their brother or sister to avoid certain situations or sensory overload. 
support your children to know what calms their brother or sister. This may be a favourite toy, a blanket, or moving away and giving space. Try to build sibling relationships by sharing in activities that all members of the family enjoy. This could be going swimming or jumping on the trampoline. Provide special one-to-one -one time with all children in the family for at least 10 minutes a day. This will encourage them to communicate their feelings, raise their self-esteem and know that they are valued and loved. Try to provide opportunities when siblings can socialise with their peers. Encourage them to join a group like Scouts or Brownies to prevent them from becoming socially isolated. Top tips. Explain behaviours. Communicate regularly about worries. Provide special one-to-one -one time to build relationships. Celebrate family differences and similarities. Teach calming strategies for all of the family to adopt. Having a child with an additional need can be challenging and affect all members of the family. Encourage honesty and openness to work together. Provide opportunities to celebrate achievements of all siblings, however little. Learn about the autistic spectrum together by watching videos or reading age-appropriate books. The National Autistic Society website has some useful information and links. Knowledge may help with understanding, relieve anxiety and enable you to make plans. Find out about support groups for families and siblings where you can share ideas and learn from each other. Thanks to Nikki there talking about autism and how it can impact on brothers and sisters. If you want more information or support in this, then you can go to supportingcornwall.org.uk. We at the Family Information Service provide telephone and online support aimed to help improve communication with families, providers and professionals. We are a multi-use platform that hosts information regarding the local offer, children, carers, young people and adults. Our website and support service are for residents of Cornwall requiring care and support. You'll be able to find services to meet a wide range of needs. From our website you're able to tailor, save, shortlist and share information that is relevant to you. Our service is the official source for details about Ofsted registered childcare providers and local offer which includes information and advice on support available for children and young people with special educational needs and disabilities. The Wellbeing and Autism Wheel can also be found on our website. This wheel acts as a self-service tool which is designed to assist in finding helpful services and resources for a child who may be on the autistic spectrum or have a similar condition. This wheel has been created in partnership with the NHS Autistic Spectrum Disorder Assessment Team, Speech and Language Therapists and Occupational Therapists. It's been developed as a new focus point of information, advice and guidance for professionals, parents, carers, children and young people and was created in response received as feedback to Cornwall's Autism Strategy. How can it be used? You'll be able to create an individual plan based upon your child's needs. 
you'll be able to browse over 150 resources which provide practical activities to try at home, in school and in the community. Be able to share with professionals as evidence of what you've tried and how you've been supported in your journey so far. You'll be able to find out about the ins and outs of an assessment which includes the initial referral process and how a diagnosis is made. Also, you'll be able to find the support available both with and without a diagnosis, the services that could support your child or find out what's available to support parents and carers. This self-serve tool is regularly reviewed by professionals so that only the most up-to-date resources are available to you. Childcare funding is also available and supported by our team. Like many two-year-olds, your child may be eligible for up to 15 hours free childcare a week during term time. If you're not claiming your free childcare, you should be. To see if you're eligible, you can apply online and it is easy to do. Your child could be benefiting from free childcare. Find out today by going to our website and searching for two-year-old funding. If you are trying to juggle work and bring up a three or four-year-old, you could be claiming their free early education and childcare. 15 hours a week are available to every three and four-year-old, but you could top this up to 30 hours if both you and your partner work over 16 hours a week. So whilst your child's meeting new friends and learning new things, you can keep working. To visit our website, call or email our team to discuss your child's free 30 hours. Our team are also available to provide information and advice on primary school choices and secondary school choices. To name a few, other areas we offer advice on include family and parenting programmes, health and wellbeing, money matters, leisure activities near you, staying safe and information on work, education and volunteering opportunities. As well as our wonderful website, our team are able to provide both telephone and email advice and support from Monday to Friday, 9am to 5pm. You can free phone on 0800 587 8191 or email the Family Information Service at phys at cornwall.gov.uk. That's fis at cornwall.gov.uk. Alternatively, please feel free to visit our website at supportingcornwall.org.uk. If you require further support accessing the website, please feel free to contact the team and we will be able to talk you through. Thank you. Thanks very much to Gabby there talking about the Family Information Service. It's packed full of information when it comes to everything to do with early years childcare, support, information, uh, special educational needs. It's all available at supportingcornwall.org.uk. Now, we've all been in those situations where a small person has had a tantrum. But how best do you deal with it? Here's Caroline to tell us more. Recently, the Duchess of Cambridge answered questions from her social media followers. While responding to the question, how do you manage temper tantrums in your household? Kate said, yes, that's a hard one, before laughing and saying, I also would like to ask the experts myself. Today, we will explore managing tantrums. Before we start, I have some did you know facts. Did you know, studies indicate that 23 to 85% of children between 2 to 4 years of age may have a tantrum. 
Also, two-year-olds have on average 50 words in their vocabulary. This grows to a whopping 1,000 by the time they are three. We all know what a tantrum looks like. Legs kicking, child crying and shouting, rolling around on the floor, usually in the middle of the shopping aisle, with onlookers staring and us feeling like we're being silently judged. As mentioned earlier, the average two-year-old knows about 50 words and can use these. They are learning language quickly, but often not quick enough to express to you what they feel, think or want. And this can lead to frustration and then onto an outpouring of emotion. Encouraging language development will reduce frustration and tantrums in the long run. Interact with your child about everything they are doing, what they are playing with, what they can see. Sing songs and don't worry, you don't have to be like Mariah Carey. Your child will love your voice and the fun time spent together. Have you considered Makaton signing? And for those who don't know what Mr Tumble does, Makaton helps children communicate their needs when they can't say the word. It has been proven to reduce frustration and can actually promote language development if you say as you sign. A toddler brain is going through a massive change at this time. Connections in the brain, called neurons, are being connected up at a rate of knots and some of the weaker ones that aren't being used are being pruned to make way for further brain growth. However, toddlers' brains have not connected the part of the brain which deals with regulating their emotions, staying calm. This can happen when the child is older and the development is helped by us, their parents or carers. We need to help our children learn about their emotions. Knowing what they are and naming them will help them be able to tell you how they feel and then be able to calm down. This can be done throughout the day, any time, any place. Sometimes this can be done before your little one's tantrum escalates into a full, large-scale one. Letting them know they are understood can help. Give it a go. I'm going to give you a moment to think about how many emotions you can name. So, how many did you manage? Don't worry if you couldn't name many. I didn't give you very long and sometimes it's a difficult thing to do. What did you notice about the emotions you did name? Often people can name more of the negative ones then they can do the positive ones. Naming our own and our children's feelings is an important way to help children learn the names of emotions and to understand them. Don't forget to label those positive emotions more than the negative ones. This can create a more positive, happy atmosphere, one which children thrive in. To help your child learn to stay calm, acknowledge your child's efforts and attempts. Praise them, especially pointing out the times they stayed calm. Many children love to be praised and will repeat those behaviours praised and noticed by us. During toddlerhood, the brain hasn't developed to allow the child to think of others. This could be a survival strategy from thousands of years ago. This egocentric point of view can be tricky to navigate, but by talking about our thoughts and feelings openly, asking about their thoughts and feelings and naming them may help them to develop and start to think of others. So you're thinking, yes, Caroline, I'll help my toddler learn about their emotions and how to talk. And that will help. 
But what about now? What do I do now when my child is doing their best Oscar-winning performance at Great Auntie Doris's house? First, we need to have realistic expectations of our children. They can't be good all the time. They will have off days like us and feel grumpy. They'll sometimes forget the rules on how to behave in public. Having a measured response reacting to our little ones in a fair and calm way and remembering they're still learning will help not only our little ones feel less pressure, but us too. Secondly, we need to look at the child's needs. Have their tooth coming through? Are they feeling a little unwell? Did they not sleep well the previous night? Or perhaps the bright lights of the supermarket and the multicoloured packaging is causing discomfort. These and many other reasons could be why tantrums are more likely to happen. This may not stop tantrums, but understanding them may help us to have more patience and positive strategies when dealing with them. If we can help identify these needs a little earlier, it might help us stop, think and reconsider any activities we may take our toddler to. Rather than visiting a busy group when your child is tired, perhaps pop to a friend's house or have a short play date instead. Another three useful tips are found in the Parenting Toolbox. And if you haven't listened to episode two in the series, please do so as it's a great resource to support with tantrums and other behaviours we want to see less of, or that parents and young people find challenging. And we'll talk about the three tools. Avoid, plan, ignore, and distract in more detail. As touched on slightly earlier, changing our plans is a great strategy or tool to use. Avoiding a potential trigger for a tantrum can be a useful strategy. It can't be used all the time. For example, if you need to visit the doctors and you have no one to care for little one, this cannot be avoided. But if there is, perhaps consider it. Does the word no cause your child to react in a negative way? Be creative with your wording rather than no. Think of other phrases like, when you have eaten your tea, then you can have a chocolate biscuit. Again, you are avoiding the trigger for a tantrum and this can be a useful strategy. Many children love attention. They can't get enough of it. When having a tantrum, especially in public, children get lots of attention and sometimes comments from strangers and or parent carers. We are desperate for the embarrassing situation to stop. It can be easy to talk to and plead with your child to stop, to try and reward them with treats. If this is done often enough, children will learn to get the attention they crave, but in a negative way. This is where planned ignore comes in handy. And to recap from episode two, this is planning to ignore the unwanted behaviour, not the child, and only if they're not in danger of hurting themselves, others or damaging property. In public, this can be a tricky thing to do, but persist. Look away, but be close enough in case you have to step in. Remain calm and try not to show emotion. Let them know that you are there when they have calmed down. When they are calm, try not to mention the tantrum as this might reignite it again. Rather, concentrate on reconnecting with your child. Give them a hug if they like hugs. Give them attention for a positive behaviour 
and distract them with a different activity to help them learn to move past an upset. Making a toddler apologise for expressing their feelings is not always helpful, as toddlers can lack the ability to see the situation from someone else's point of view. Becoming upset with them and demanding an apology may start a whole new tantrum rather than getting the desired sorry. Maybe it may be useful when they are calm to talk about what happened and their feelings. Let them know you understand them and as mentioned earlier, label their emotions. Lastly, we're going to look at distract, a handy tool that can be used last minute. It could be as simple as saying, look at that, at some random object, making it sound amazing. It could be being prepared with a toy in your bag, ready to whip out if you can see a potential for a tantrum occurring. Takeaway gems for today. By helping our children learn about their emotions and to talk can help reduce tantrums. Avoid, planned, ignore and distract can be useful strategies to support and reduce tantrums. Giving our children attention for positive things can lead to more wanted behaviours. And finally, if you'd like more information about child development, the Early Help team run a number of free parenting sessions and anyone can come along to learn more. For more information, please see the Family Information Service website www.supportincornwall.com Thanks very much to Caroline there. Don't forget, if you've been affected by anything we've been talking about this week on our Together for Families podcast, all you need to do is go to supportingcornwall.org.uk and have a search on there where you'll find more information and support, or you can get in touch with your local family hub. You can find all of those details on the Family Information Service. Thanks very much for listening. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and we'll be back again soon. Take care.